Hello, everybody, and welcome to Unaired, episode 19. I'm Ed. Glad you remembered that. I didn't remember. Yeah, you never remember. Oh, I never remember? Okay. I'm the one who always has a cover for your shit, and then I don't remember this time. Yeah. Tables have turned, Eddie. Tables have turned. <sighs> oh, don't turn the table today because it's Thanksgiving, and there's probably food on the table. Yeah, no, there's there's plenty of food. Don't take... That's a waste of food. So, this week, we are uh, switching things up a little bit. Uh, we are going to start focusing less on the episode recaps and focus more on the pitches. So, what we're going to do is just basically, like, a very kind of brief, like, description of what the episode and the show itself is about and kind of, like, highlight, like, a few things we noticed about the episode, maybe, our, like, our favorite jokes, stuff like that. And then we're going to yeah, go yeah. straight into the pitches. You get to see a lot more of my fucked up head. Yeah, I've seen plenty of it, so. You haven't seen shit. <laughs> so, uh, this week, we watched the 2007 ABC sitcom. I put sitcom in parentheses, but you can't see that. Uh, hmm. Cavemen, the show based on the Geico Cavemen commercials. Because why not? Yeah, of course. It was 2007. It was a different time. MySpace was still around. There was a better time. <laughs> So this show aired from October 2nd to November 13th, 2007. It aired only six episodes, seven in Australia, because one of the episodes that didn't air in the U.S. ended up airing in Australia. Oh. Yeah. But it left uh, seven episodes unaired, including the original pilot for the show, which uh, remains unaired because test audience found it to be pretty racist. <laughs> we need to get our hands in that episode. <laughs> so after like the test audience were just like, this show's racist. They uh, retooled it and uh, released what was the second episode produced as the pilot, which is what we watched. So basic kind of premise of the show. It follows three cavemen, Nick, Andy, and Joel. And it's kind of like, it's basically supposed to be just like a, kind of friends-type comedy, but with cavemen. You took my shit. I did. You told me that earlier. <laughs> and I, I just blatantly ripped you off. We're real-life people. We're best friends, and we text each other all the time. We do. Joke's on all you. The time. You Snapchatted me that. Did I? Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, uh, the only, like, really notable person in this show was Nick Kroll, uh, the comedian and actor. He played Nick. The show, uh, it starts off with like a little bit of an introduction of our characters. Uh, Nick is this kind of like, I, the best way to describe him is if you knew a philosophy major in college, this would be like the stereotypical philosophy major. Uh, that's basically his character. And then we have Andy, who is his roommate. And he's kind of just your like average normal guy. And his brother is named Joel, and he comes to stay with uh, Andy and Nick after his girlfriend Susan breaks up with him. So he kind of moves across the country to get away from her, and he moves in with these two. The episode kind of basic storyline of it is uh, Andy has started dating someone, and he doesn't really want to tell Nick and uh, Joel about it because she is a homo sapien or as they call them sapes she is a person yes she's not a cave person exactly 
So because they were Homo erectus. I completely forgot that that was what they were. And now I have to work that joke into an episode pitch. I hate you. (laughs) Just know that. Okay, I already knew that. So he uh, the like basic story of this episode was basically like he's not willing to introduce her yet to his roommate and his brother. Because they're big on like, oh, you got to date a cave person. And Nick makes uh, two like references to this. He makes like little rhyming things to reference this. Uh, he says, stick to your kind. Crave the cave. I didn't hear him say that. That's, that. That sounds like it could be a advertisement of its own. Exactly. Like, I feel like that would be a good for a jerky commercial. Caveman jerky. Crave the cave tough like cavemen someone's gonna steal that someone is i'm gonna i'm gonna look on the internet in a couple of months and it's not gonna be there because no one's gonna have stolen it (laughs) my favorite one though was when he said keep your penis in your genus yes that was kind of like a play on keep your penis in your genes but like he's talking your actual genes yeah keep it with the erectus Keep your penis with the erectus. <laughs> Keep your penis not erectus. <laughs> so, uh, the kind of like B story of this episode is that Joel is still kind of reeling over this breakup and Nick takes him out to like get his mind off of it and finds out that Joel has a bunch of traveler's checks and he just decides like, hey, we're going to buy a bunch of stuff now to get your mind off of this. And Frology being like, fucking fake. No, this was in 2007, so shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, uh, Andy works at this, like, Ikea kind of, like, knockoff store. It has some weird name that you can't pronounce, much like much most of Ikea's furniture. Yeah, I think they're kind of making, they're making fun of Ikea, but also kind of playing on the fact that, like, I think cavemen and... I don't know where I'm going with this. I think I know where you're going, but I don't like. I don't know <laughs> how to like verbalize it. I don't either. That's why I'm losing it. Because it's like, I feel like Norse mythology and cavemen somehow go together. Yeah, I was kind of thinking like the same thing. Yeah. Maybe maybe there's a lot of caves in Norway. I don't know. <laughs> I'm terrible with the geology. But my, my like favorite part, the highlight of this episode is that... Uh, Andy has to train a new employee, and that new employee is played by Nick Swardson. And he's showing him a good choice. It was the best choice. And he's showing him how to like unfold this like futon type thing. And he goes, Now you try it. And Nick Swardson doesn't and hurts his finger. And he goes, Now what did you do wrong? And Nick goes, I didn't believe in myself. Yeah, well, also, (laughs) you didn't pull the lever. Damn, that got deep. It did. But at least he knows. He knows where his failures lie. Right, exactly. Uh, the show also had like, a, I don't know why they did this, but a lot of their transitions were basically just like videos of people in bikinis. What? You didn't notice that? Oh, well, I mean, the cavemen were with them, right? No, cavemen were not with these people. They were just, ah, oh, man, maybe they were trying to do mind games. Maybe they didn't trick you. Maybe they tricked me. It's subliminal. It's subliminal. Maybe they got in my head. <laughs> Get out of my head, caveman. Get out of my head. Yeah, yeah there's also a uh, joke, like, to uh, kind of drive home the fact that they're cavemen, where uh, 
the I want to say it's the landlord. That's basically I think that's what that that lady was supposed to be was the landlord. She's showing a couple an apartment in their complex and they hear a bunch of grunting coming out of Joel, Andy and Nick's apartment. And she takes it a very racist direction and says that it's their primal grunting. That's some racist homo sapien shit to say, man. It did. It, it is. And she goes, Nick, uh, if you could just like, you know, keep it down. And he goes, I'm Joel. See, even more racist. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know. You can't tell cavemen apart. Fucking yep. racist. I did. I did like the fact that their mustaches did not connect in the middle. Yeah, that, that was kind of weird. I yeah, noticed that too. It was weird, which I can't really say because, like, I can't grow facial hair, so, like, the little indent on my lip is basically the same thing. <laughs> but no, but, like, I don't know. It was interesting. I think the interesting part about the show is that it kind of made you really focus on what they did to make cavemen look like cavemen. Yeah, especially, like, with Nick Kroll, considering, like, I know what he looks like. Right, so you're like, what? What makes him a caveman? You know, mm-hmm. mainly a bunch of arm hair. Mainly, they the makeup department like they must have had a nightmare having to attach all this fake hair to every single caveman every episode. I bet, I bet they had a lot of glue. Oh, I'm sure they did. Like there was probably so, such a big glue budget for this movie. This was, was a TV show. show. Yeah, shut up, <laughs> shut up. Let me fix my set sentence before you interrupt me rudely. All right. So in the end of the episode, Andy basically just like goes to Kate, which is his girlfriend. And he introduces himself to all of her friends like, hey, like, I, I really like you. And like, if you're going to be embarrassed of me, like, this is not going to work out. Yeah, because he and- thought she was embarrassed. He thought that like she didn't want to introduce him. When in reality, uh. And ended up just being that she's dated a lot of cavemen in the past and and that she doesn't want to tell her friends about her relationship unless it's like something she sees actually happening. Exactly. And then Joel and Nick, their story ends at the bar where uh, Joel sees some uh, sapien lady and he's like trying to flirt. And Nick's just like, you know what? You can have this one, buddy. Like date this sape but make it purely physical. He says that. And then he takes a ton of uh, Joel's traveler's checks and opens a tab at the bar. He had cash in there too, though. He did. Because he said it hundreds and fifties at one time. And I was like, uh, traveler's checks don't have a mount. <laughs> yeah. As far as I know, like not pre-written on them. At least. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know either. Like who the fuck uses traveler checks in 2016? Uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're millennials. We don't know what checks are. I mean, we know what checks are. We just don't know what travelers' checks are. Right. So, yeah, that's essentially, like, the episode. You can kind of, like, get a gist of the type of humor they go for. Eddie, had this show actually not been canceled, what kind of episodes do you think we would have seen? Well, I'm I'm stoked you asked, Ed. I'm really? I'm really, I'm really thrilled. You're stoked uh, that I asked the same question I asked every time I'm, we do this I'm, podcast. I'm exuberant with joy. <laughs> um... Okay, so my first episode is called A League of Their Bone. Loving the and, title. Yeah, it's, it's a great title. It's it's very original. I came up with it 100% myself. I didn't take it from anybody. Um, and so a bunch of the cavemen in the community get together and they start a softball team 
to uh, join the local recreational softball league. Um, as many middle-aged men do, and sometimes uh, late 20s, early 30s men. Or, you know, and companies that have softball leagues still. That too, yeah, that's that too. I guess if uh, maybe maybe it'll be uh, the, cave, the caveman will be sponsored by the the furniture store. Yeah, I'm just going to call it like Klugelforfs or something. Klugelforfs, yeah, let's call it Klugelforfs. Okay, great <laughs> name. Fantastic. Klugelforfs sponsors this imaginary softball rec team. Anyways, all the sapes are giving them a real hard time because, you know, uh, they don't want these cavemen playing their sport and mucking up their fields with their Neanderthalic ways. That's a word. Um, and... Yeah, they end up having to play the champions of said league for the right to play this sport. So it's essentially like a underdog story type thing. Yeah. So like maybe like the sapiens could like be like, oh, they're up to bat and then hand them like a caveman club. Exactly. Solid wood. No give on that shit. <laughs> and then like they'll play dirty, like they'll take the club with them and they'll hit the first baseman with it and shit just to kind of like combat this whole thing exactly do you think we could we could get like a tom hanks cameo oh my god um before we go into this because anytime you bring up the hankster we gotta go deeper into it uh <laughs> but but before we go into it i gotta say again today's thanksgiving and um i'm a big fan of the jiff keyboard uh by tenor a great great uh, job with that tenor that's the company that makes a gif keyboard for iphone um anyways um, it's GIF, but okay fuck you i don't <laughs> care if it's gif or jif um i'm gonna pronounce it in the laziest way possible which is jif that's the that's the fastest way and laziest way for my mouth to create that expression all right anyways anyways so i found one and it was just a turkey body and tom hanks's head crudely drawn in like a cartoon fashion and it said happy hanksgiving <laughs> and it was dancing and i just sent it to everybody you just it's gotta great. give to hanks today yeah but good old tom hanks and so yeah you know yeah, he's he, in a league of their own so like he'll maybe. be the he'll be in, in like one of his first movies ever he'll be the rival um because he'll be the rival team's coach okay yeah i like how this is going yeah he's the leader of the sapes what if like we take it deeper and he's a caveman himself but he just wants to win so so he's a caveman too but like he shaves off all his body hair and shit yeah that's actually uh when they when they aired this show they had an episode about that where uh they had some like new friend but one of i think nick suspected that he was what they call a shaver which is just uh, Neanderthal that shaves his body hair <laughs> to fit in. You made a fucking slang term and everything. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. they did that. This was like actually oh, it was on the real? show. Oh, oh, okay. So this is part of the actual show. Oh, yeah. So like That's, that could fit into the canon of this show. so funny. So like Tom Hanks is just a shaver this whole time. That's so funny. How would they, uh, how would this episode basically end? Damn. Um, I How mean, do you want this to culminate? Wow, it's a hard decision. You know, when you're playing God, it's kind of hard to reel it in. Uh, I think the they would win. I think I think the 
the homo erectus would be victorious. <laughs> and they would be like really obnoxious and bro about it and be like, boom, yeah, and then like drink beer all over the field and throw things. And then maybe Tom Hanks could be like, you know what? I respect you. And you know what? I'm one of you. And he like rips off his shirt and there's like a bunch of hair on his chest. <laughs> no, but it's a shaver. There wouldn't be hair there. You know, that's true. Like, I think I think they'd run into him the next day. Um, and like he would have given up on like the shaver life because they took everything that he has, which is his softball championship. <laughs> that's all he had. That's all he had. So he just stopped and they like recognized him. Because, like, I think the funny, th- funny thing would be that if Tom Hanks was a Neanderthal, he would just look like his role from Castaway. <laughs> like, it wouldn't be that much of a different... Like, I mean, you could you're just not get wrong. This, you could get the same makeup artist and it'd just be like... And maybe you could, like, also have, like, a funny little, like, jest to Castaway. Like, he'll be sitting next to um, a ball with a face on it. <laughs> He's just carrying a volleyball. Yeah. He's like, my new sport's volleyball. My new sport's volleyball, and the ball has a face on it. <laughs> and he's like, let's go, Wilson. He just walks away. <laughs> he's like, why does that ball have a face on it? He'd be like, I don't talk about that. <laughs> so, I'm going to pitch you an episode now. Do so, it. I figure this show's going to be two seasons, and your, your pitch's going to fall into season one. Yeah. This is also going to be in season one. So, Joel... He's got to get back in the dating scene, you know? So Andy talks to Kate about like, hey, do you have any friends? Like maybe you could introduce him. And she introduces her or introduces Joel to one of her friends. And he tries to like flirt with her, but he's not successful. And he goes, oh, God, I'm doing so bad. So he goes to Nick for dating advice. And Nick is just like, oh, I'll I'll teach you how to flirt. And he does this like whole like montage, like this like weird montage, maybe like He's changing into like different clothes, like that type of montage. Mm-hmm. And he's doing like push-ups or something, just like random stuff. And like maybe it ends with him recreating the Rocky run up the stairs. And he's just like, wait, why the hell am I running up these stairs? He's like, don't question it. <laughs> just do it. Yep. And then a Nike slogan comes up. <laughs> That's their product placement. Yeah. So then he uh, he's just like, you know what? I'm confident now. I'm going to try this again. And he goes back and he drops this pickup line. Hey baby, why don't you let this Neanderthal meander thaw into those pants? God damn it! <laughs> and she's like, "No thanks." And Nick's baffled. He's just like, "That should have worked." I that guess you're just terrible with women. And then they find out that she just doesn't date cavemen. That's very much Nick's role too, just to not accept that it wasn't his fucking failure of teaching him anything. Exactly. But yeah, that's uh, that's my first pitch. We'll follow that up. Oh wait, do you want to end the season off with the finale first? Until we, because I think my next would be on the next season. All right. So, uh, the season finale. Nick is uh he's he's opened up his ways throughout this whole like season. He's decided, you know what? It's not so bad to date a uh, to date a sape. So he starts dating one, and he's like so proud about it. He's flaunting her around like, oh yeah, I'm dating a sape. Until his parents come to visit. Uh-oh. Oh. Oh. So he makes her he makes her like wear these like prosthetics to look like a Neanderthal. So he like glues hair to her body and shit. Exactly. Nice. And like his parents are like making a bunch of Homo sapien jokes this whole time. And she just <laughs> keeps getting like super uncomfortable. 
because she is not, she doesn't have the in. Exactly. She's and little do little do they know she is a sape. Oh man. Yeah. So she's just like he's just laughing along, like oh ha ha ha, isn't that so funny, sweetie? And she just kind of walks away, and he goes, you know what? I, I got to do this for her. I got to let him know I'm dating a sape. And his parents are just like, oh okay. <laughs> just don't give a shit. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, wait, you're not surprised? Like, I've been so, like, trying to date, like, cavemen this whole time, or cave women this whole time. Like, and aren't like, you surprised? They're like, no, it smells like glue in here. Maybe you should put some uh, glue on your body and, ro- like, roll over in hair. Roll around in hair. <laughs> yeah. So, I need to specify something. In the actual show, Kate and uh, Andy break up. But this show's going to end. Where like everybody's all happy, like the dinner went well, uh, the parents approve of Nick's girlfriend, and then they hear a knock at the door. Andy goes to open it. Who's that? It's Kate, and she got plastic surgery to try and look like a Neanderthal so that Andy would take her back. Oh, yeah, and it ends on like a cliffhanger, like will they? Won't they? Nice. That's yeah. It's pretty rad. You're bringing Kate back in. She's very attractive. She is. Well, she's a Neanderthal now. <sighs> So she might be a little hairy. I can deal. <laughs> you can deal. I can deal. Do you have anything to add? To that? Uh, I think it was a good one. Ah. I think it was a good ending to the season. Not, not too heavy, but keeping it open-ended. Exactly. Nice. Nice setup. Why, season, thank you. For season two. So let's hear your first pitch of season two. So the guys have kind of had it with uh, all the all the stress of this emotional turmoil going on with relationships. So they decide to plan a vacation to the Bahamas and they decide it's uh, a good idea to take a cruise. Why not? You know, they've never been on a cruise. You, before. Uh, you just love cruise episodes. Shut up. <laughs> I've never been on a cruise and it's my dream. So when I dream of episodes, I dream of cruises. This is like your creative outlet to get to exactly. cruises. Exactly. One day I will go on a cruise. And then who shows up in this episode? Why, it's Eddie. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so they, go on a, they go on a cruise to the Bahamas. But um, one of the cavemen is so overtaken with joy and excitement while he's looking over the balcony, he falls into the ocean. And so naturally, the others rush to his rescue um, and in a life raft. And uh, the only problem with that is that by the time they get to him, the cruise ship is gone. Like, it's it's out of here. So they would land in <laughs> they would land in Peru or somewhere near Peru. I don't know geography. Um, even if I Peru's probably not even coastal and people are just laughing at me right now. I guarantee that. So <laughs> um, let's just say they land on an island that is unknown completely, shrouded in mystery, but they find out that it was actually one of the home bases for the, the ancient Mayans, crazy, super technologically advanced civilizations. And there's a giant temple. It, it, it looks like a Mayan temple. But it's a caveman temple. It's all it looks it all looks Mayan themed, but it's all caveman inserted. 
into that. So like they got like their little cave drawings all over the temple. Right. And instead of like like lizards and like uh like weird birds and all the like rhinos and stuff that they like have um sculptures of and drawings of and all that fun stuff in their language, it would instead be like cavemen. All right. So how do you uh how do they get back? They don't. Just kidding. <laughs> um <laughs> And that's where they die. Yeah, I think. And it's weird. They threw a volleyball at him, too. I think it's going to be like at the end of the episode. Um, they like run into or not run into. Um, I think they find out that the when they, when they finally learn the caveman's language um, and like they realize that they are pretty civilized. They just didn't speak the same language as them. And they actually have like a cruise line of their own. <laughs> they just have their own cave cruises. Yeah. They're like, oh, wait, you just need to wait for the next cruise. <laughs> yeah. I actually like that. Like a big misdirect. Yeah. Instead of carnival cruises, it's like caveable cruises. Caveable. Hold on. Let me think of a good one. A really good All one. All right. Think of uh, primal cruises. All right. All right. I like the big, uh, the big reveal at the end that the, they just spoke the wrong language. Yeah, man, they just they weren't speaking on the same level, man. All right, so Eddie, it's Thanksgiving, right? It is Thanksgiving, and I'm giving thanks all around everybody. Thanks, thanks to you. Thanks, 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 everyone. So gets I'm thinking they never had a, uh, a Thanksgiving episode for this show. God damn it! They did have a Christmas episode, sort of. Where they explain their own little like Christmas holiday. I'm thinking, take that a step further, do it for Thanksgiving. So they explain that instead of Thanksgiving, they celebrate Thanksgiving. Everything's got to be cave. Oh, yeah. Got to go with the cave puns. Why the cave puns, fam? Because I love puns. They only lived in caves, they hunted and did other things everywhere else. That is true. So, Thanksgiving, they explain, is a holiday celebrating when the Homo sapiens and Neanderthals work together to take down, like, a big T-Rex that was terrorizing their land way back in the day, back when, like, dinosaurs were still around. So, as a tradition, they eat dino-shaped chicken nuggets every Thanksgiving because, you know, dinosaurs are extinct, so they can't eat dinosaur. <laughs> they gotta eat them Tysons. Naturally, they can't, yeah, they can't actually hunt dinosaurs if you... There's nothing to hunt there. Right. So in this episode, Kate accidentally eats the uh, frozen Tyson dino nuggets. I don't know if Tyson actually makes dino nuggets, but for this show, they do. (laughs) So she accidentally eats them because she forgot about that tradition. And Nick starts going on about how excited he is for uh, Thanksgiving dinner. And Kate just starts feeling like horrible. So she and Andy go out to the grocery store to replace them. And oh, no, they're sold out. So, like, they're trying to, like, devise this whole plan. They're going to try and, like, cut up, like, regular chicken nuggets to make them look like dinosaurs, but that's not working. So she just kind of, like, comes clean, like, hey, Nick, I'm, like, so sorry about this. And he's just like, you know what? I was mad, but it's not in the spirit of Thanksgiving to hate you. So I forgive you. And the episode ends with her going, we got, we, uh, we have star-shaped chicken nuggets. And he just turns to her and goes, get out of my face. (laughs) Get out of my house right now. <laughs> Just leave. I think it'd be cool if somewhere in the episode, there was a funny little like side thing 
like away from I mean kind of it's it's themed within the episode but it's just a kind of another event in the episode they go it's like a B story yeah right um but like just a little side thing um they go to the museum and it's it's got a T-Rex skeleton and so they think they like the cavemen are all all like coming up with this um idea of a conspiracy that the museum has meat and they're hogging it they like actually, maybe joel's doing you know, that <laughs> like they act like they think that the the only way a museum like this could have a t-rex skeleton is if they also have the meat from the t-rex and they right. want it they want it because that's a yeah. delicate that's a delicacy maybe joel's the one doing that because he's not the brightest yeah so they like they start yelling at the secure like all the people in the museum and stuff and they make a big deal about it and they like get into fights and then they get kicked out i'm thinking instead of them getting kicked out joel accidentally like knocks over the neanderthal statue and breaks it so to like to instead of like paying for a new one they're just like you know what you're gonna be the neanderthal statue right now (laughs) so he just has to pose all day for the rest of the day do you have any more episode pitches i think if if we were doing this show in today's day and age um It'd be cool to see an episode where they had like the experience virtual reality. That would be cool. Like, oh my god, they did have this like VR expo um, in town. The show would take place inside virtual reality. Like they'd be playing games together. Like maybe one of them would be they are playing uh, Minecraft. Like, and they're all they like. So they put the headset on, and all of a sudden, um, they're in the world of Minecraft. And like, so it's well, like a green screened episode. Right. 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 They're like, what the hell? That could be cool. Yeah, like that. And then, like, they'll play other games, like a scary game. <laughs> like, one of the ones like Amnesia or Slenderman, like one of those type of games. Right. Uh, and then, also, I think in the episode, um, they'll, like, someone will give them, like, a phone or something or, like, a device when they walk in the door so they can play, like, their version of Pokemon Go. Oh, God. <laughs> or, like, maybe, oh, no, no. Maybe, um, Uh, what's his name uh joel joel is playing like pokemon go the whole time it's like his new obsession because he clearly obsesses over things like his ex-girlfriend right so that's like the b story of the episode he's playing pokemon go yeah and these two are stuck in their little vr world right that could work yeah and they're liking it a bunch and then uh at the very end they get back because Nick wasn't on this adventure with them. He was working on here. He was doing something else with them. I don't know what he was doing, but he was he wasn't there with them. Right. Uh, and they get back, and he has purchased a virtual reality headset and is playing it at home. See, I'm thinking like the way that this whole VR thing ends is that I'm gonna I'm gonna guess you were saying like Andy was the one doing the VR. Um, yes. Well, no, they all were. They all were. Yes. All right. So like, like they're all playing their VR thing and like they're just about to like finish the game. They're about to beat it. And Joel's like paying attention to his phone tracking like all these Pokemon and he trips over all the wires and unplugs it. Ah, that's funny. There we go. So you ready for the series finale? Yes. All right. So I think the only way to end this show is going to be like Seinfeld with a court case. Because Geico is going to restart their whole so easy a caveman can do it ads. <laughs> and Nick, Andy, and Joel are going to be super pissed off. And Nick is going to be like, you know what? We're going to do a class action lawsuit. So like most of the episode is going to take place in court. 
and they're going to subpoena Kelsey Grammer as a witness because Kelsey Grammer was the voice of the uh, Geico Gecko originally. Oh. Yeah. So, like, Nick's going to be like, he's going <laughs> to... He's going to refuse to have a lawyer represent him. He's going to represent himself. Naturally. Because he's that type of person. He's that guy. Exactly. So he's like questioning Kelsey Grammer. Like, is it true you were the Geico lizard? And Kelsey Grammer's like, yeah, for like a year. Like, I don't see how that's relevant. And Nick just like leans in and whispers to him. He goes, "Um, it's actually not. I'm just a big fan and really wanted to meet you. (laughs) Fun fact, you know who else... um... Well, they didn't represent themselves, but they wanted to represent themselves originally. Uh, Charles Manson. Huh. Yeah. Fun fact. Interesting. And of course, they didn't let him because he's a fucking psycho. Of course not. Yeah. So, uh, Kelsey Grammer is going to be like, like, the fact that you called me here is ridiculous. But you know what? I, like, I also believe this ad is offensive. And you know why? It's because I've been a caveman this whole time. Bum, bum, bum. So much like the Tom Hanks character from the beginning, uh, he is he is a shaver. And the only reason he did that was because for his first role in Hollywood, he shaved to like get the role. And then he's like, well, shit, now I got to stay like this forever. Exactly. So like because the fact that he's just like, yeah, it's offensive and should be taken down. Nick, Andy, and Joel start celebrating because there's like, oh, we definitely just won this. And then mm-hmm. the judge tells them, hey, calm down. Like, this lawsuit's pointless anyways because Geico didn't break any laws. And they're just like, oh, well, shit. Nah. But then the silver lining is the CEO stands up and goes, you know what? Like, while we're not going to pay, like, the ridiculous amount of damages that, like, you guys want, we do see now that Kelsey Grammer said it, that this ad is in poor taste and taking it down. <laughs> Now the critically acclaimed voice actor Kelsey Grammer has said it. And like he's going to reveal I just thought of this. He's going to reveal that like when he played Beast in X-Men he didn't need any prosthetic hair he just let it grow back out. (laughs) They just dyed him blue. Nice. But yeah that's how I uh, foresee this show ending. Great show. show. I mean we made it a great show. Yeah. (laughs) We made Cavemen a decent, decent show. Decent show. For the modern time. Modern time for cave people. Ah, that should be the slogan. That could be the tagline. Be the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we did it all. We even made the tagline. <laughs> Caveman airing this weekend on... <laughs> on ABC, again. Again, just kidding. That's not real. Don't Please don't sue us. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I think that's going to do it for us this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so follow us on Twitter. We're at Unaired Podcast. Check us out on Facebook. Just search on Aired Podcast. We have an Instagram, which is just the username on Aired Podcast. Check out our website. Uh, this week, we're going to have uh, some bloopers going up exclusively on the website. Oh, shit. Yeah, I've been uh, compiling some pretty good bloops. We got some We got some good ones on there, that's for sure. Because uh, we're just a bunch, of, a bunch of hooligans in here. We're just some crazy goobers. Some, some crazy guys. <laughs> so yeah, uh, shout out to soundslikeanearful.com for the theme song that we use. Uh, other than that, I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, I'm Ed. And I'm Edward. And just remember, some things are better left unaired. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.